In a recent interview, legendary value investor Howard Marks said, we never know where we're going, but we sure as hell better know where we are. And this is what he lays out in the interview. He talks about the massive sea change he sees happening in financial markets right now. And he talks about what he thinks people should do and what he's doing. Hi everyone, JJ here with The Art of Value. Welcome. Well, let's get into more of what Howard Marks said during this interview with David Rubenstein. Marks said that he thinks investors are on the precipice of a massive sea change in financial markets and we are no longer in an easy money environment. Mark says he expects interest rates to stay relatively high for the foreseeable future, but he does want the Federal Reserve to get to a more neutral position. Mark says that if it's the sea change that he thinks it is, what we should have in our portfolios can be quite different than what it has been. However, what we also have to keep in mind is that Marx is the founder of his company called Oak Tree Capital Management, and they now run about $180 billion of funds under management. So that's quite different from retail investing. They can invest in things that we can't, quite different sort of investing. Generally, about the massive sea change he sees happening in financial markets, he says that anyone who's been investing since about 1980, and that's pretty much everybody investing today, has only seen decline interest rates and ultra low interest rates and people think that's normal and that we're going back to that over time but he says he doesn't necessarily think that's the case he says we have to recognize it and that's why he called it a sea change because it doesn't happen very often and it's a very important pivot in financial markets in the interview, they also talk about his famous public memo that he writes periodically, consistently. He says it's not data-driven. He writes it from his own experience, but he's not a futurist and he's not a forecaster. He tries not to forecast things. He just looks at what's happening now and talks about that from his own experience. This is when he says we never know where we're going, but we sure as hell better know where we are right now. So he writes about right now what he sees in financial markets, what's happening. And of course, he says that has implications for what happens tomorrow, what happens next and further down the line. Now, David asked him about this important memo that he wrote called Sea Change. I've made one video on that already. I'll link to that in the description if you haven't seen that already. But it's where Marx talks about this higher rate environment that he sees, this important change change to higher rates for longer, which the Fed is mentioning right now too, but that's what he sees going forward and the environment around that. How does the interest rates affect the financial markets and the economic environment? Now, Marx points out that back in 1980, when rates were 20%, he had a bank loan that was 22%. And he said that 40 years later, when rates were zero, and he had a bank loan that was just over 2%. He says that's a monumental change over that time and that it's underrated. He thinks it's the single most important event in financial markets and it doesn't get the credit that it deserves. It's a monumental event, the sea change. It's a huge difference in rates and it has a big effect. Now, Mark says that there have been three sea changes throughout his investing career, which spans over 50 years. And he says this third one, follows on from the second one, which spanned from 09. Obviously, that 2009 date is the bottom of the financial markets during the global financial crisis. In March 2009, the S&P 500 bottomed then, and he said the Fed lowered rates to zero to fight the financial crisis and didn't have much luck raising it through the years after that. It stayed very low and never rose to what 
one might call normal rates that stayed at emergency levels for all that time after the financial crisis. And he says in that very low rates environment for all that time, it was very easy for borrowers, for asset owners, for businesses. It was easier to run a business. It was the longest bull market run and the longest economic recovery in history because of these low rates and the easy money environment. Now, if you're getting value out of this video so far and you're watching on YouTube or on X, please remember to hit that like button to help the algorithm to spread it to more people. Thanks. Now, if you want to go the extra mile to support the channel, you can now go here to buy me a coffee. I'll put a link in the description. As you'll understand, it takes quite a lot of time and effort each week to put these videos together. So I'd really appreciate that support if you feel like it. Thanks. Marx points out that if you read articles about the recent Silicon Valley bank collapse, they talk about this easy money environment, how that's ending. And he says that's what his sea change memo was really about. That's what the sea change is about, this ending of the easy money environment. Now, David Rubenstein here says to Marx that the conventional wisdom in Washington with the Fed is that once they hit that 2% mark target range with inflation and inflation has been coming down. Doesn't he think that they will lower interest rates again and will have another say 20 year period of relatively low interest rates? That is the conventional wisdom out there. A lot of people think that's going to happen as inflation comes down that we'll have low rates for a long time again. He asks why doesn't Marx think that as well? Marx says that he agrees that rates will come down. He thinks that they'll be between 2 and 4 eventually as inflation comes down but they just won't be between zero and two like they have. He says that was an emergency measure after the global financial crisis and we won't see that again. He says rates were at zero or near zero for the majority of the time between 2009 and 2021 and that's inappropriate. He says it stimulates and it's like having a shot of adrenaline every morning for 13 years and you can't have that. It's too much stimulation for the economy. He says that kind of very low rate subsidizes borrowers and penalizes savers and lenders. And he would like to see the Fed get back to a more neutral rate, which is neither restrictive nor stimulative. This is why he describes his desired rate as between 2 and 4. He says if inflation comes down to 2%, then the Fed rate needs to be higher than that to have a positive real funds rate. Mark says if it's the sea change that he thinks it is, what you should have in your portfolio can be quite different than what it has been. He also said that he hasn't found resounding support for his position on this. Now, he did talk about this in a follow-up memo, Further Thoughts on Sea Change, where he said there's going to be a sea change in the kinds of assets people are going to want to own. He thinks people are going to want to own more fixed income assets because rates are higher for a longer time and there'll be a better return on those assets than there has been. Marx points out that the S&P 500 stock index has returned just over 10% for about a hundred years. That's a great return, enough to turn $1 into $15,000 over time. But today he said you can get equity type returns for what we call credit instruments. So he's really talking about in his professional environment, big money, institutional money environment, because he's talking about loans, corporate loans for buyouts or low double digits on private loans for buyouts. He says the best buyouts, the biggest buyouts is double digit returns. Isn't that enough, he said? And he says that returns on credit instruments are much safer than equity markets. He says they have a good level of safety and they're now fully competitive with returns from equity markets. 
David asks, why not just buy treasury bills? Because you can get about 5% on treasury bills and just go to the beach. Isn't that enough? Mark says maybe so, but not for his clients. For instance, pension funds need about 7%, so they can't put much into 5 He also points out that with treasury bills, that's the rate for the next 30 days. But after that, you have to reinvest and the rate might be lower, 3 or 4%. So you never know. You're not tying your money up for long enough to get that return over a longer period. So David asks if he's forecasting that, say, pension funds and endowments who have been putting money into private equity and the equity markets and venture capital will be putting their money into fixed interest assets instead. And Mark says that he doesn't know if that's what they're going to do, but he thinks that's what they should do. Marx does say that he thinks interest rates will come down to about 2 and 4% starting next year as inflation starts to come down more. But he says that he doesn't often make predictions and that he's quite often wrong. He says you shouldn't go into investing unless you're prepared to be wrong. He says the greatest investors are right about 60, 70, sometimes 80% of the time. And if you're the kind of person that doesn't like to be wrong any of the time, then you shouldn't go into investing. That's his advice for younger people. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm going to put a link here to one of my previous popular Howard Marks videos about how he has managed to predict crashes and recoveries in financial markets. I'll put that in the description as well. And here I'll put a link to what YouTube thinks that you should watch next. Thanks for watching or listening and I'll see you in the next one.